The Emperor's New Podcast is a fan-made podcast. The views expressed by any individuals, real or fictional, do not necessarily reflect those of their employers or any corporation that happens to own their life story. Hello and welcome to the 60th episode of the Emperor's New Podcast, where I explore every corner of the Emperor's New Groove universe. Today I am joined by my co-hosts, Jasmine Garcia. Our main story tonight is, does Cusco rule? <laughs> Chandler Desrochers. It's still the wrong lever. <laughs> and our very special guest, you may know him as Cusco's number one fan and spin doctor, please welcome Guaca. Cusco rules! <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gu- Guaca, how long have you been Cusco's number one fan? Whole life. <laughs> Do you have I, any I, I only me- stayed in school to be close to him. I'm way oh. smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's actually really sweet. <laughs> yeah. What was it like being in school with Cusco? Oh, uh, you know, oh, oh, I'm so so starstruck most of the time. But you know, doing his homework and trying to keep him out of trouble and keep him from drinking. Drinks that have been left unattended, uh, you never know. I, I just, you never know what you're going to turn into. That was always difficult, but I like my corny jokes. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> what would you say? Had your head removed already if I was still emperor? Yeah. That one time. Yeah. I think that episode's coming up in a couple episodes. We're going to be covering that one. Ooh. But, but yeah, since we are talking about the show, um, do you have any particularly fond memories from you know that period in yours and Cusco's lives. <laughs> oh, the list is long. I, I love the musical musical episode we did together, our academy and you, mm-hmm. and that was really fun because music is something that is very very dear to me. Um, I play my ukulele, 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 and that that usually gets me wanting to sing. But yeah, I, overall, I made a lot of friends over the years, including people that sounded like Miley Cyrus. <laughs> but it, of course, it wasn't Cyrus. It was somebody else. But maybe it was Miley Cyrus. I don't know. I just, <laughs> oh, so you know of Miley Cyrus over in I, that vampire? Then <laughs> I, knew, I knew that she was inhabiting some the body of one of my friends. But I didn't <laughs> mean her. <laughs> this is well. Great. We're gonna have to call someone to fix the fourth wall. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's wait, normal. This is, this is an audio podcast. There are no walls. Never mind. We're actors. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is there a fourth? Was there ever a fourth wall? <laughs> I mean, on that show, no. My jokes are so corny, villains tremble. But <laughs> <Want> sound bites. <laughs> <laughs> when I originally became part of the gang, I was actually more of a, a lazy, toked out kind of dude, and I was like, hey. How's it going? Whatever. It happens. That was me. And then I got a different director and I should have gotten nominated for a GLAAD award because we became much closer the second season. <laughs> what was it like uh, being, what was it like having to deal with Yzma? <laughs> right? That must have been difficult. Yeah. She thought she was wise, but I was on to her. She tried to get me to drink something when she invited me to dinner and I brought my own bottle of water because, you know, why take the chance? When she turned Cusco into a llama, I was like, nope, not for me. I do that too. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah, besides, please. it's important Thanks. to stay hydrated. Potions can't don't hydrate you. <laughs> yeah. At all. So one time you were turned into a porcupine, I believe. Oh. It was swung at you, I think. Bad memory. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things I was used for. They they uh yeah, taken advantage of, but still still beloved and it's okay and it's all in good fun. Yeah. Well, I hope you're not just pressing that all down because you know it's important to acknowledge your feelings, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's good to acknowledge the trauma, accept it, and move on. <laughs> Proud of you. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Myself. <laughs> what was your favorite subject in school? Oh wow. Hmm. Cusco. <laughs> you know. Okay, but besides Emperor, Cusco, Emperor aficionado worship. <laughs> was that a class huh <laughs> i made it up myself at santa cruz mm. <laughs> this is a good test run you know okay yes. it's fun you're doing doing what you love and i love that you guys love this because <laughs> when i first joined the show it was the first season and the uh director she was responsible for, I always give her credit because she's just the best, but a lady named Jenny McSwain, she's done, look her up. And she's done just about everything you can think of. That was amazing. Several of my first jobs were because of her. She just oh, called wow. me. I need somebody that's a uh, teen, you know, because typically my, where I sit in the voiceover world is you need a kid and you don't want to use an adult female. Yeah. I'm your guy. That's huh. it. So it's, I, I use a lot of jobs to E.G. Daly and uh, Tara Strong. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But not and, really. Uh, I have done jobs with them, actually. But actually, not E.G., but Tara I have. That is really uh, cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like that's where I sit. Because I, I love when they actually hire real kids because, like, the kid played Dash in both of these movies. Even when they replaced him, they found a kid that was really, really like him. They did that for this. Genuine for this. You yeah. know, it was mm -hmm. like, wow. Um, and then they were going to bring this back. I don't know if they were going to bring it back as a new show or if they're going to do it in the movie. But the little piece of trivia that I was going to tell you guys earlier about a year year before mm -hmm. COVID, um, oh. I got pulled in to read to be Cusco. <laughs> they wanted me to they wanted me to read. They, they sent me sound bites at David Spade. I was like, well, JP just did this. Like, you know, why would you just told do me? JP told me he, they told him he's not doing Cusco anymore. Yeah, I, it was it was kind of like, well, he's done it more than David Spade. It was yeah. it was it was kind of odd, and mm -hmm. to me, his voice is associated with it more than David Spade at this point. Yeah, right. Even though people, oh, I love that movie. I'm like, yeah, but the show went on, and the show had, took on its own life, and it, and but I remember reading it was the lines about oh gosh. Llama face. It was like it was all David Spade stuff, and I was like, yeah. "How do I do this without sound trying to sound like?" Because JP was in my ear, in my head. I was like, "I can't." But it was kind of neat because I remember saying to them, "Going, well, you know, I used to be Guaca, and, and they, I don't think they end up doing anything with it." I That's have a, a couple of my old jobs that they've recently been trying to talk about doing revivals for. Frankly with cartoons you guys in the old days what sold a cartoon with the toys yeah and oh with, yeah with this show there weren't really toys yeah, I mean, disney, yeah, just, 
until recently, Disney didn't make to- toys very often for their shows. Ooh. I was going to say, now it's impossible to get merch for anything unless it's uh, fan-made. Or from a show that is not even made in America. <laughs> is that Bluey? Yeah, it is. I love that show. It is so relaxing. I I literally <laughs> just went to go see. I literally <laughs> just went to go see the Bluey stage show today. Um, it's in Orlando right now, yeah, and it was adorable. Really? Yes. Wow. Hopefully they have like these. It's so cool. They have like these giant puppets of the characters that are like these big plush dolls Aww. that are manipulated by puppeteers on stage. The choreography is insane. Like those guys are the real MVPs, honestly, because they're <laughs> they're having to like pop up and slide down this 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 slope there and 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 jump in to take control of the characters' limbs on a whim. It's really cool. Wow. Yeah, it's really really cool. Puppetry, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, where is that? It's made in Australia, right? So, the yeah, the show is made in Australia. I think it's a traveling sh- the, sh- the, the show he saw. Uh, the, the, yeah, the, TV, the, yeah, the TV show is made in Australia. The stage show is touring right now. It's touring across the U.S. So it's at the Dr. Phillips Center right now, but it'll be elsewhere later. Oh, I have to get to see that if I can get it. Get to, oh, they yes. love, in fact, I like, calm them down with that show. I, I, be, I believe it. It quality to it. Oh, blooming. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't make out the accents because I have family in Britain and I was like, is this not one? I'm like, where is this? <laughs> and then occasionally you'll hear a word and if they mention like a Joey, mm-hmm. like a Joey kangaroo or something, you go, okay, yeah, it's, it's, it, the accents were very muddled to me. It was hmm. hard to kind of pinpoint. And then again, when it gets a little more cultural, you go, oh, okay, I there not. All right, cool. But you know, in Australia, the difference between somebody from Melbourne and, and Perth mm-hmm. is like so it's like New York and Alabama kind of a oh, thing. Yeah. Really go they have Whoa, not, Disney has not really they've done a few things with Groove, but they have not done anything really with the school characters or anything to the point that uh I was just incredibly excited at all when it was announced in the U.S. For listeners who might not be in the U.S., it might not be available for you. I'm sorry. That Emperor's New School was going to be on Disney+. Plus. I was surprised and excited um, because they uh, haven't really done anything with that corner. I didn't include residuals for new media. So Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. No, I think the nephews love it. So they they will like send me screen grabs and stuff. And that, that makes me Aww, yeah. that's nice. <laughs> Uh, uh, you should probably do a proper introduction for Justin. Um, one yes, podcast. please welcome the voice of Guaca, Justin Cowden. Yay! Yes. We, when, we, when we started this call, we were just like talking for like a good 15 minutes before we even started recording because J- Justin's yes. just such a cool guy. Yeah, you really are. Already, so. I love so much I fun. Love making new friends and stuff, especially in this community. Like mo- a lot of my uh, voiceover community building was with kingdom hearts too and so they would have these conventions for that and i would do you know and i've made so many friends doing that and then um the only one i haven't done yet is have i done austin drinks yet no oh i did one for as told by ginger that might be ahead of your time no no i saw i i I watched that religiously oh my god boyfriend at the last season in when she when she went to high school and Mm -hmm. And Darren suddenly wasn't wearing braces and he was Mr. Cool. I was yeah. Orion. I got to, I beat her, was her boyfriend in that. And that was oh. a little further than it did. And then they, next thing you know, I did like six episodes. 
and then they canceled the show and it was a bummer yeah because i met a lot of great people and then they just told all my episodes into like um a video that went to blockbuster and it was called the wet frame i did not know about that that's interesting oh yeah i got to sing on that i recorded on that i mean it was super fun i was classy chupo i don't know that they don't exist anymore, but they did, you know, Rugrats and they did all of those shows. Wild Thornberries. Are they involved with the new Rugrats? Because I know there's a new Rugrats now. That I they think they are. I think a lot of the original people are involved. There's a lot of callback. There was a, one of my my fans from the Twitterverse, I guess, she got to pitch an idea to bring back Ozzy and Drix recently. Okay. And I like that's the dream. Like, Isn't that cool? Look, <laughs> well, go, apparently, apparently, the name of the game now is Revivals. So who knows? Revivals, maybe they'll bring I'll Emperor. Maybe they'll bring Emperor's New School back. <laughs> yeah, I won't be the body anymore in in Ozzy and Drix. And they'll be like, you know, it's a, it's all about your daughter now or something. And I'll be like, okay, so I'll get like two lines. Hey, it's fine as long as I have work. I don't care who I play. Um, but yeah, Emperor's New School. Uh, they did two seasons, and I started kind of coming up with a concept to pitch a third season to them that I still think would have been a great, would have been a lot of fun, but there was a lot of little factors that they wanted. Yeah. They were got to have this, this, this. And I said, I'll keep all of the factors and it's a strong female lead educational value. I'm like, great, great. I know that's fine. This mm-hmm. would have been all of that. I wouldn't have changed, but it would have definitely been a shark jumping kind of concept. Mm-hmm. Um, it wouldn't have, it would have kept, kept with the spirit, but it basically would have been that. And of course, I gave myself a bigger part, but no, it would have been that Isma finally gets. I'll just tell you guys, I don't own the rights to any of this stuff. Um, Isma finally figures out how to get the best of Cusco and banishes him somewhere in time. And Waka creates this ridiculous time machine, and him and um. Jessica, uh, Melina, Melina, uh, with, with Kronk, the three of them get into the time machine and go looking throughout history and the future. And they meet up Cusco's different relatives, ancestors or future descendants. That's and they cool. would all be voiced by every episode voiced by JP. Be like, you know, there's Marco Polo Cusco. And there's, I mean, none of it would have made historically accurate, but it would, it, I mean, come on. Guaca is the, not, that a, sounds amazing. Name. It's, you that know, been so fun. And, and I, they actually, some of the guys that I was talking to behind the scenes were like, this is actually really fun. Well, we got to be, and then, you know, the show got canceled and then I ended up going over to do another show that existed later on. I did a pilot for a show called uh, kid Knievel that later became Kick Patowski, but I got replaced by Charlie Slaughter. Um, oh yeah, Kick Patowski. <laughs> yeah, but it was called Kid Knievel, and they had ACDC's "Back in Black" was the opening song, and it was the Knievel family was involved. They had, it was just, it was, it was slightly different. And okay. writers from Emperors were writers on that, and so they were like, "Yeah, this would be great." And that didn't work out, but I remember at the time thinking, "Would would they would they consider this idea?" Because and a lot of them liked it, but they said the people in charge are switching over and blah, blah, blah. But I am down to pitching something like that again. You know, basically, I wanted to have everybody still have a job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Season. 
Yeah. And I wasn't going to try to have me have all the lines. Not at all. I, I was totally content with where I was at. But right. would, that was so you can kind of see the educational value would have been, you know, they go somewhere in time, some other country, kids might look it up. You know, maybe there's a Napoleon, yeah. maybe he's related to Napoleon. You know, I don't know. I could see um, that. Where in the world is Cusco? Yeah, exactly. It would have been something like that. The emperor's new descendant, or the emperor's new—I don't know—I don't—I didn't have a title Something like that. That was so much fun. The emperor's yeah. new time. Yeah. Mm. So I'm still, I'm still in the 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 game of pitching some stuff. Obviously, the last couple of years sucked, so doing any of that was not really on the table. But now, right, one of my friends is an animator. Um, look up Dakota Kid Creations on Instagram. He does a lot of caricature work uh, of existing characters called at the playground where it's kids dressed up as these characters, you know, hanging on the jungle gym or something like that. You'll, you'll love it. But he's an animator as well. And we've talked about pitching some stuff in the future. So hopefully that'll be something that we do eventually. They, they really should be considering, and it sounds like they at least sort of have been considering some kind of revival of the franchise in some way, because it's so popular nowadays. It really is. I mean, it it is probably the best definition you could come up with of something being a cult classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it was not very successful at the box oh, office, but then it has gained such a following since then. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, when I met Patrick finally and had a conversation... <laughs> My wife's cousin and he are best friends. And so we were at of all terrible places. We were at a funeral. And my <laughs> wife, I don't know what she was thinking. This is so funny. She goes, honey, she goes, you, you come right now. Come right now. There's someone you have to meet. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. And she goes, all I'm going to say is, you are my, uh, you killed my father. Prepare to die. And immediately my knees buckle and I go, Mandy Patankin? <gasps> Mandy Patankin? I'm going to meet Mandy Patankin. He's amazing. Oh my gosh. Ah, I'm a singer too. So I've, he's been one of my like singer heroes as well. So I start, I start plotting my like back up and Oh, Hey, nice to meet you. Kind of one of those things. And as I start to turn around, I'm like, Patrick, and it was like, why would she think that that was Manny Patankin? <laughs> and so I go, hey, we actually have worked together before. And we get this whole thing. He's super, he's the coolest guy. He is just, Hey, how's it going? Like he just looks like you know. One oh, yeah. time, I cosplayed as Kronk and I got a wig. And before I shaved, I kind of looked like Mandy Patinkin. <laughs> that yeah, Mandy, Mandy with the beard or without the beard, either way. Yeah, no, they um. But she, my wife, I didn't want to embarrass her, but she kept pushing it. She kept going, "Oh, we we love the Princess Bride." And I go, and I and I, so I, I wasn't so, in the Princess yes, Bride. <laughs> great movie. It, that, that's that's we love movies. Anyway, so blah 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 blah, and then and I'm thinking, okay, she's gonna get it, go away. She keeps she never comes got back it. a second time. Oh my gosh, I just love that part. And I go, that was a great movie. And then I squeeze her. I'm like, my wife is deaf. Oh. So I oh. and she's I'm like, say it fast. I'm like, oh. anyway. <laughs> like and when I told her later, she was like, Oh my gosh. And I'm like, how did you confuse those two? And then I saw a picture of Mandy Patankin recently, and I went, Oh. I guess, you know, blind. But Mandy yeah, Patekin I... does not do the safety video for Soren. No. No. <laughs> nice work. No. Nice oh, work. That's 
That's amazing. Uh, from what I from what I heard, that was originally supposed to be John Travolta, and yeah, well, then uh, the Imagineers just loved the Emperor's New Groove so much, and we're like, no, we have to get Patrick. And John Travolta uh, couldn't do it because of scheduling conflict as well. I think. Oh, that's right. And and Patrick ended up later doing a funnier die sketch. Um, I believe that was actually directed by uh, uh, Scott Gardner of Podcast the Ride for funnier. Die- coaster safety video that just like quickly spirals into like just insanity and it's great yeah because you get these guys in a room for a second and let them go free reign and it's like being, oh yeah being, being, i mean i mean uh scott was like total from what i heard um uh, my friend dave was telling me about this scott was like totally nerding out because <laughs> um because um, patrick's like you know i've done one of these one of these videos before and he's like yeah i know that's why we wanted you for this oh <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be Soren. when they have good when they're like he he has really he's just a good um he's a good guy but 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 he's good right great sense of humor and oh yeah he's so funny seriously I think that's what's so funny is like that he looks like a, you know, has that thing, but no, <laughs> no, he loves doing. It. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I mean, he seemed like the the type that really enjoys what he does. So yeah. that's really great. Voice of the world, for the most part, I I don't think I've ever met anybody that it was. I was like, why are you doing this? No, they're all just fun loving. It's like I said, it's like being at a family reunion or being in detention when everybody's <laughs> there. That's why they had to start recording everybody separately because that was the one first, room ever, first room i was ever in jim cummings jeff bennett rob paulson oh Patrick, my gosh uh, phil lamar i also uh, met Tasia, and uh, Tasia, and uh, uh well Cree summer came in once in a while but like when you have all of them in the room at the same time they're throwing paper airplanes they're like <laughs> it's, it's, oh i love it's that it's awesome just, that's like, amazing full on full education like right out the bar- you know barrel and, and i just love all these guys and me and rob and i i call him uncle rob we've stayed close you know ever since and i'm sure if i caught up and i see phil every once in a blue moon but all of them they just the guest stars that would come in i think we had tim curry once oh that's cool i, I like i couldn't talk um yeah. who could who could yeah. <laughs> Um, Danny, do you guys know who Danny Bonaducci is? He was, the there name was a show called vaguely the familiar. Family. There was a show called The Partridge Family, and he was on that oh, show. Oh, okay, yeah. That guy took me out to the Cheesecake Factory and <laughs> nice. bought nice. me too many of these weird, sweet-tasting drinks that had too much, you know, vitamin A in there, and <laughs> I had to like sit and read magazines for like three hours before I could drive home. It was like <laughs> you. Just- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I have one of these. I'm like, okay, but no. <laughs> Sounds like a party. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh. I mean it was like the thing was like this, like like downtown Disney kind of size drink. Oh. Yeah. And it was like pink lemonade with something else inside. Mm. I don't know. I was just <laughs> I was happy. But it's one of those ones where you you're just eating. You're talking. Oh yeah, this is great. Oh, I'm fine. I'll be back. I go to the bathroom, <laughs> and you just fall over because you don't realize it's. Yeah. yeah, yeah, one of those. This one would get one of those where you can't taste anything, and then it just hits you. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, it's it's starting to hit. Island iced tea. Mm. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, I went to Benihana and had like four of those in a row when I turned 21. I was like, oh, these are great. Whatever. <laughs> and peeled over. I was like, ha ha. I'm extra sensitive, so I don't, 
I don't think I've ever gotten like drunk, but I have felt ill from having just a little amount of alcohol in the yeah, for, when we went to go. It's been a lot of empty calories, you guys. I haven't drank in two months or something like that. I lost twenty pounds apiece. Like I was oh, wow. just, I won't yeah. say it, it takes work, but like mm-hmm. Emily helps. That's yeah. good. I will. Yeah. I will say, as a as a woman, people always make fun of the girly drinks. Those usually have more alcohol than your. They do. Drink. They really do. Well, um, for my when we were having dinner for my birthday, my sister had me get like this green tea shot. She ordered me a green tea shot. I'd never had one before. That is very good, and it it like it's oh that hit. Yeah, it's potent. It's like that's like Don't curse anything. Give me something that gives like, me big business, and then I'll get cherry coke for the chaser. <laughs> yeah, it's like peach schnapps and whiskey and some other stuff. I don't even know. Like it was good. <laughs> okay, Micah, do they do mint juleps where you're at? Uh, we I know I think, we know them. I believe I don't know. <laughs> I haven't asked anyone. I mean, I they have like they have a really good frozen mint julep at um at Regal Eagle over at um at Disney World. Okay, with like Epcot a ton of bourbon those, in it. Those uh yeah, at, at Epcot the, they have that. smoothies or whatever it was in Mexicoville. I was like, oh uh, yeah, greatest ever. <laughs> it's like, I was so excited. I really like. Uh, I usually get the Virgin again because I'm very sensitive. Uh, pina coladas, mm. but always good. Coladas always a good decision. Even Virgin ones are tasty. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. pineapple and coconut. You can never go wrong. At um. At Disney World, they have uh, like coconut soft serve, and you can do that as a float with the pineapple juice, and it's so good. <laughs> there are so many things. Like, there's so many things that you have at Disney World and Disneyland is not <laughs> because of all of the local rules and stuff like that. But oh, yeah, because Disney World is basically its own island kind of a thing. Oh uh, yeah, I remember- someone's trying to screw. Us, but yeah, you're <laughs> <laughs> Freaking DeSantis! Oh my gosh! I'm joking. I don't. I just so think it's dumb. funny because originally the plan for Epcot was supposed to be like a city, like right. yeah. it was supposed to be an actual city, yeah. like apartments and everything. Like it was. I I I think that that if you want like the Tomorrowland stuff to come back to being really cool again, because we've gotten so advanced in technology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Comic age stuff. Do something a little retro. Future. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. a good idea. Do more retro age fun. future. I mean, uh, we kind of, sort of, we kind of, sort of. I guess the only thing with that is we have Tron, which is technically a retro property, but it's based on the modern movie. But that's yeah. still like that grid existed in in universe since like the late eighties, early nineties. So like, you could go with more retro future stuff. That ride is awesome, by the way. It's very fun. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, yeah, that's all. We it's very fast. <laughs> Guardians is my favorite though. Cosmic Rewind is my favorite ride like ever. So good. Um, that replaced Universe of Energy over at Epcot, and it's like Space Mountain crossed with Rock and Roller Coaster on crack. Oh, it's it amazing. The the, or the where the ball is? Is that where it is? It's it replaced Universe of Energy. So the Ellen DeGeneres ride with the dinosaurs is gone. That's now like the queue for that ride mm-hmm, and the okay. load station. But then they built like a whole massive show building behind it. That's the gravity building for the ride. So you launch backwards. You are like the the the, the trains actually like the cars actually rotate. 
So it's an Omni coaster. So you get launched backwards into this ride and you are like spinning and there's music playing. Like it's one of six uh, possible songs, just like on, in the Guardians movies, the ride has its own awesome mix. It's amazing. It's so Oh, it's much different fun. songs each time. I got Everybody yeah. Wants to Rule the World, which I was delighted. That's the by. best song. That is the best song. Everybody Wants to Rule the World yeah. one way or another. Um, Conga, September, um, Disco Inferno, and Iran are the six songs. I love when they do a ride like that where it always makes it a little different. First, my first experience of that was in oh yeah out here, and I guess they're trying to redo that ride right now and make it a little better because it was breaking down a lot. But oh yeah, they updated it recently, and the updates are amazing. Like they added. They added a couple of new effects, which are really cool. I don't want to spoil them if you haven't been on it yet, but it's great. It. But now, do you guys have Indiana Jones in Florida? No, we, do we not. have Dinosaur. We have Dinosaur, which is very similar. So it's probably the same. Similar, similar ride system, way more of a meme. Still fun, but not quite as good. Yeah. Wow. We were, like, again, you go back to, like, what you guys have, what we don't have. Mm-hmm. Because city councils get mad and don't want Disney to overstretch is the reason why we don't have Westcott. And, you know, the Epcot. right, yeah, okay. We have California Adventure, which well, and I think that was too expensive, too, was the other problem. <laughs> oh, yeah, but they have a few, chips. and it was the Pressler era, so you know, <laughs> I will say this about yeah, people complain about Bob Chapek. I'm like, you know, Pressler was way worse, just gonna throw that <laughs> yeah. out there, you know. But Eisner mm-hmm. would swing for the fences, like, he didn't always hit a homer, but he'd always point a shot. You go, that looks like it's gonna be awesome. You know, yeah. oh, well, now confronted. <laughs> okay, great. You know, but still, oh, yeah. some of the stuff that he shot for, and you go, that would have been cool. Yeah, and now, yeah. obviously, they, I won't say they blew their wad on on uh, Star Wars and, and Marvel because they didn't. That's, those are very good long term, you know, investments, mm-hmm. but they need to put some other people in charge because some stuff is terrible now. I'm just, that's yeah. just me. Live action remakes, cough. You know what we need instead of live action remakes? We need Muppet remakes. That's what we need. Agree wholeheartedly. (laughs) They have a Muppet show out here, and you go into the whole Muppet show, and they, I don't know if they got rid of it, or if it's just Uh, been redone. Muppet Vision? Yeah, unfortunately, that fell victim to an Arendellian invasion, but it's still open in Florida. I'm like, oh, and then speaking of Arendellian invasion, I liked the uh, Maelstrom ride. That that was yeah. that one. Maybe. Yeah. I, 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 I miss it. I miss it. Uh, Frozen Ever After is super overrated. I, yeah, I and I like Fro. I do quite like Frozen, but beautiful. But there was something yeah. about the guy at the end that would sit there when your boat would arrive and go. Now watch a you know a small film about Norway. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I thought I was getting sucked into like learning about timeshares because I was like, wait, where am I going now? Epcot <laughs> <laughs> experience. Yeah. yeah to Disney to I mean, they still sell timeshares, but they yeah. still sell timeshares. Uh, everywhere. You look me in the eye and tell me they wouldn't try to sneak that into one of the rides. Oh, yeah. You can't. Would. You can't. Disney, hey, yes, Disney Vacation membership, right you get a 20% discount on merchandise. Ugh. My stock sucks so badly with Disney right now. It had peaked really high and the shares are down like a hundred bucks. And I just remember thinking, are you guys going to start advertising for like Chico's bail bonds on the walls in Disney World? (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, like, are we really cutting that many corners? 30 bucks for parking out here. And oh my god, yeah. Bucks, you know, right before I'm going, oh, this is what they're going to do. They're going to start adding 50 cents here and there. And you have a pass. 
it sucks because you have to make a reservation. You can't just go, hey, mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. you know, the spontaneity of having a pass, like, want to go hang out at Main Street? Like, can't do that. You have it's to not that bad here in Florida, but oh, apparently it up, still really up, sucks at Disneyland. Disney. Yeah. They put you in Disney. Yeah, and, and, yeah, they have that stupid no-show policy, which they don't have here in Florida. I don't know why. I guess maybe because Disneyland has such a higher annual pass base. But I'm like, that's part of the thing, though, is I'm like, the, these are local parks. You're trying to change that, and it's a part of their DNA. It's not that simple. Do you guys have Star Wars land there? We do. Yes, yes. yes. yes we do. Do you guys like it? I mean, I haven't oh, been to great. it, but I love they, it. it is in I, Florida. Yeah. I, re- I really quite like quite like it rise of the resistance was is was about as shocking as i i'm i'm just frustrated because they seem to have really cut back on a lot of the entertainment they were supposed to have in the land which i feel like everyone was like yeah it's inevitable that's gonna happen but i'm like the whole you know avengers campus isn't like that avengers campus is still awesome so i'm like why do we not ramping it up yeah yeah why do we not have more entertainment at galaxy's edge i know why it's because they want to have all of that be on the star cruiser yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I can't afford to do the Star Cruiser, and even if I could, I would yeah, rather go take a real cruise I'm in the like, ocean instead of a space cruise that is near my house. The Star, you know, Star Cruise to mm-hmm. me, it was as if people weren't paying attention to what IP that they were holding on to. That's more of a Star Trek kind of a thing. You yeah. know what? And they almost did. Yeah, that was something they were going to do in Vegas, only it wouldn't have been a hotel. It would have been an attraction because where, where it was, mm-hmm. uh, it was going to be the anchor, the new anchor attraction of Fremont Street. Um, but they wanted to have it be in addition to, obviously, all the hotels and everything that were already there. So they were going to build like a life-size recreation of the Enterprise. Was that part of the Star Trek I watched experience? that video. I watched that. So that was... That was what they were going to do. Um, and then that got canceled in favor of something... You know, different, which was really going to be, which was the Fremont Street building, experience, which was great. And then, yeah, they, then they got it. Um, then it left, and now that hotel. I missed that so much. That was so cool. I did a whole video about it, talking uh, about that because I it was so cool. Loved it, and I remember Forks Bar and everything was like. Yes. Oh man, I missed that place. It was great. Real cling. I mean, these guys had to do their research. If you're going to be a face, mm-hmm. you had to know your stuff. But I loved it so much. And then I went back after it left, and it's not even a Hilton anymore. It's like the hotel that Westgate will hide out in during the zombie apocalypse now. Like yeah, the Westgate. A cardboard sign that says, a Prince tribute band is playing here. You go, what? Okay. Oh, yeah, yep. And that whole area that used to be the Star Trek experience is now where they sell Westgate timeshares. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yay. Pull my mind. This would be a great podcast, by the way, just, you know, talking about fun parks and stuff as well, because that's. Oh, yeah. I think the only reason why I didn't end up doing a theme park podcast is because I feel like that market is really oversaturated, whereas nobody was doing a podcast about Disney television animation shows. So. Except, no, for one show. That. <laughs> back Except for well, yeah, you're... one show. <laughs> one show. Yeah. No, I love that you guys are doing this one because um, I'm starting to. You know, when I did the cartoons at the time, I remember thinking, no one's watching this. It's not as popular. They didn't have all of the platforms. Mm-hmm. Disney XD had not come out yet, actually. Yeah. Um, and so even that. And now everybody's watching these. And I'm hoping, like I said, I'm hoping some kind of revival I can get. I don't even have to play the same character. I, I don't care. I just want to be involved. That's, oh. you know so what I mean? Clearly- like, 
you clearly have a lot of love for this fran- franchise. Like, give, us a, give us the <laughs> Emperor's <laughs> New School reunion. To be a waiter, I was like, yay, I want to get up at 11 and drink coffee and do Jack and then record. And oh, it's wonderful. That was one idea I had was the Emperor's New School reunion. <laughs> I'm older now, but you know, I've had plastic surgery. <laughs> Walk up with Botox. He's like, oh, God. <laughs> Let's go rules. <laughs> I remember when they first showed me what he looked like. I was like, what does he look like? Because I hadn't seen, you know, the, and so the one of the animators came out and started to draw it a little bit. And I go, it's like Fred Flintstone, like a Hispanic Fred Flintstone. And it was just. Oh, it, my God. It, <laughs> it was. I can't see it now. <laughs> yeah. You see like the hair, the sideways yeah. hair. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. um I'd have to always point it out when they would do the opening credits because every camera backs out and you see more of the character like, oh, there's me, there's me, there's me. Yeah, like, mm. There I am, Gary, there I am. There I am, Gary, there I am. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I'm, I don't know. Are all the episodes playing uh, right all now? All the episodes on are on Disney Plus in the state, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All 52. Uh, <laughs> do you, any, oh, you guys want to hear another funny story of a of course. I am B and somebody just, you know, they let people fiddle with it i watched my star meter like tumble and i'm like what happened and so i go and look and i'm like where's emperor's new school and so i look and i find it on my on my list of credits and it says miscellaneous uncredited i'm like what uh no and it says emperor's new school and i click on guaca and it says gabriel glacius yeah i went I remember that. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't even sound like him. I'm scheming. I'm like, what? Yeah. And so I send them a thing going, I can prove I've done this. If you want me to call you in the voice, I will. I don't know. Not his role. He's he's famous already. Leave me, give me my credits. Like it was just <laughs> yeah. and it came back, but the idea, it actually got switched like twice. Wow. After playing, I went, I'm done. So somebody was either messing with me or what, and I love Gabriel Glacius. I think he's hilarious. I would love him. And then I thought, well, did Gabriel do the Spanish speaking version? I think he did the twins. Did he? I think so. That's what he oh, Someone I, asked him on an interview, like, who's one of the favorite characters you've played? And he said, oh, I got to play two skinny characters in the Emperor's New School. <laughs> I gotta look that up now. That doesn't because it didn't sound like him from what I remember. So Bob Bergen did the uh, um, Bucky he did the chipmunks or whatever it was, or the, not chipmunks, squirrel. You know the squirrels. Thank you. And yes. and and no, for the most part, I knew everybody that had done stuff on there. Yeah. And look this up now. <laughs> that, that yeah, because I don't know, but um, I wanted to do it because I'm Spanish too, and I wanted I wanted. To the one in Spanish. I like doing anytime I can do both. I I volunteer it, but you know they usually regionally won't want like certain accent. Like with Spanish speaking, um, I have some bad news. Very, what's up? Even the Wikipedia says he played Guaca. Oh no! Oh my God! IMDb last time I checked said it was uh, you. Um, that is just rude. What the heck? Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you for bringing it to my attention. No problem. I just Googled Emperor's New School and it. Yeah, and I checked the Wikipedia page. I I actually checked. I basically Googled Gabriel Iglesias, Emperor's New, Emperor's New School, found it on found it on his Wikipedia page. 
I wonder if he's aware of this. Oh my goodness. It's not like he wouldn't fit into the universe. He'd fit in very well, but yeah. he would. Cat okay, let's see something here. Original school cast. That's wild. Yeah. Cole Sprouse. The Sprouse brothers did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Sprouse brothers did the characters. That that's because I was like, that doesn't sound like Oh my so, gosh. So, okay. so it's got Gabriel Glacius Guaco with a K and then me Guaco with a C. Oh, that's what? weird. I'm confused. I have a friend who's guys, guys, constantly miscredited. Deal, it is something that is a very big deal. Like Yeah, this is huge. Bomber. Ugh. I mean, Wikipedia is at least easier to fix. Yeah, my friend, my friend Agatha is constantly being credited as someone other than herself on IMDb. She's oh yeah, that's true. Podcast. Yeah, wasn't 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 it wasn't wasn't she credited as like Haley? Yeah, she was. They're yeah, not, it's like no, that, there are two different people. I have I have met Haley. I have not met Agatha because Agatha lives in Ohio. I am. I'm really sorry, Justin. Yeah, I. I'm like going to. <laughs> I got bigger things to worry about, but <laughs> I, jail words, jail I words, jail I, words. <laughs> you know, you get certain credits like in life. Yeah. yeah. One of them. And I remember yeah, if something I, happens, I you guys to like you know correct people on this. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not okay. The Gabriel Iglesias feud continues. <laughs> <laughs> feud continues. It's like it's almost like somebody went like, "He's a chubby guy. He looks like the character. Let's just say he did it." And we're like, "What? Lazy." <laughs> I mean, JP Manu does Manu doesn't really look like Cusco. So. You know what? It's, it's called yeah, and I love that because it's acting. Like I love nowadays. My okay. So in certain instances, I get why they want somebody who is that to be that. That's fine. Oh yeah, but yeah. because you know, there's some stuff that was rotten over the years where people were were portraying people in the negative light. Okay. Yeah. Did it to Hispanic folk for years. They mm -hmm. did it. Well, Amos and Andy, the original radio show was two white guys and <laughs> doing really dumb caricatures. But for the most part, things are funny. Funny's funny. Mm -hmm. And acting is acting. My wife is deaf. She actually did voice a deaf character oh, on an amazing. anime anime movie called I want to say it's called Quiet Voice or Silent Voice. And she played the lead in that. And I had to be in the booth with her and help her with the beeps and stuff to get her to, you know. Mm -hmm. So we talk about representation, you know, an actual deaf girl playing. That's the, awesome. The deaf yeah. That's it's awesome. really sweet it like that they therapy. let you help her out. <laughs> oh, it was so much fun, too. And and she got, it was therapy because the story, you know, animes get so deep. Mm -hmm. It was about people that was bullied and stuff. And my wife was seriously bullied for being deaf. Oh. And now everybody wants that deaf friend, you know, oh, yeah. Sign. You know, in the old days, they were like, "Ew, the deaf girl's chasing me." You know, it's oh, like yeah. it's heartbreaking. Now it's, yeah, but but she got to kind of work through all that, and was really really cool. That's beautiful. But, Good for her. Yeah, I'm about her. She does. She directs stuff. She directs stuff for Netflix and and amongst other live action stuff and as well. But, oh. but just getting her to be able to do the voiceover stuff was very fun. Yeah. It was a lot. That's really cool. Yeah, but um. What else you guys want to talk about? <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, I could do this forever. It's like, yeah. Uh, me too. <laughs> um, I do have a question, actually, because I 
I'd have done some acting myself, myself, um, mostly small, smaller roles. But even then, what I what I would often do is kind of create a backstory to kind of fill in whatever gaps are and put in the narrative. Have you ever done that sort of thing? Or maybe have you come up with stuff like that for Guaca or any of your other big characters? Well, I did not do that for Guaca. Guaca was very, I think he just kind of um, wrote himself, kind of, so to speak. When I saw a picture, usually I like to look at a picture. I see okay. the picture, especially if I'm auditioning for some. I didn't have to audition for him, but when I see, you know, I look at the mouth, the way they draw in the mouth, and there's only a certain amount of voices that could come out of a mouth shaped a certain way. Mm. If there's no lips or something like that, you got to pull that in. Mm-hmm. Um, in regular acting jobs, I've absolutely done that, mm-hmm. and because even if you're in a small part, it it creates more. I feel more authenticity, more realism when. Mm-hmm you imagine that you are, even though the lens is focused on one set of people for this particular story, doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that they're not connected to an even bigger story that you have a bigger role in. So they would know you and blah, blah, blah. And it just makes the interactions Mm -hmm. seem more genuine Mm -hmm. and not just in the background going. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Absolutely. Because especially since I've mostly been doing zoom theater. So you really zoom theater i didn't even know that was a thing yeah it's been a thing um yeah so i'm i'll talk more about this in the plugs um i'm part of a a group called the world elsewhere theater company we actually recently did a production of coriolanus um yeah yeah um we've been working it started back during the you know height of covid they've done several amazing They've done several Shakespeare's. I actually did my first starring role in a long time for a workshop. Um, it's an amazing company. And for you, that sounds awesome. Thank you. Yeah, and we raise money for different charities and stuff like that. We're ac- we're actually a charity ourselves. Um, yeah, I'm looking up on YouTube if you're interested. Thank you. I'm absolutely interested. I want to see this, and I am so. Oh my gosh, what is it called again? Um, Worlds <laughs> Elsewhere. Worlds Elsewhere Theater Company. That. Sorry for putting the plug in so early, Micah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's another Zoom musical I can I can uh, tell you about too. There's a Zoom musical um, called "The Podcast Without a Cool Acronym" that a friend of mine, that a bunch of friends of mine, did. Uh, uh, sorry, the musical without a cool acronym. Podcast without a cool acronym is my podcast. Yeah, I was, no. about to say, uh, I was like, you did the, a musical for your no, podcast. No, no, That's no, awesome. the mus- no, no, no. I wish. Well, maybe not, but no, no, no. Uh, the show is called The Musical Without a Cool Acronym. It was originally done by my friend Andrew um, at his college as a real show that they did in a lecture hall. Uh, like he wrote it and directed it and played major monogram in it. And um, it's this whole fan made Phineas and Fur musical. And then um, they ended up doing a virtual version of it on YouTube um, that they like filmed it over Zoom and did this whole thing. And it's really cool. That's amazing. Was a big inspiration yeah. for me for like expanding beyond the podcast and making more fan content in general. Um, was seeing that musical, and they got uh, both, I believe, Swampy and Dan have cameos in that. Oh, wow, in the YouTube one. I love that you guys are doing this in the creative. Yeah, they both they both cameo in it. Hold on, I'm trying to find. I think thank you, the, thank you. That means a lot, actually. Oh my God. What Shakespeare? What did you do? Like, um, so that's where I started. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Me too. too. Um, they've done Midsummer. They've done Julius Caesar. Um, last year, I believe it was, was they did, did Love Slavers Lost, and we just finished up Coriolanus. And that one's actually really interesting because... I've initially- never done that one. 
Yeah, never- yeah, it was my first time too. It's 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 an interesting show. And I have was- a cash shirt. I have no idea where it is. <laughs> and initially, what they were actually going to do and uh, was basically not only is it performed on Zoom, it's meant to take place on the internet. Basically, oh, that's cool. Oh. I- Unfortunately, I we had technical that. difficulties the day of, but we are there. He, it, our director, is working on editing his initial vision, so that'll be coming out um, eventually. So definitely want the artist. I love. I know. Stuff. There's a local a local uh, production company that does uh, Gilbert and Sullivan plays every year, and in 2020, and one of the directors um, just puts a weird twist on every show, and because uh, everyone was. In lockdown in 2020, their twist was to make it take place uh, over the internet and be a video show. <laughs> um, I love. Like I would they, totally they watch did the one that was HMS Pinafore, but everyone was in clown makeup. Um, <laughs> huh. oh, yeah, my little buttercup. Oh my gosh! Wow, yeah. I did Pirates Penzance. The amount of people Ooh, cool. that are just able to be Samuel. So creative and do basically just whatever they want is so cool. I love it. <laughs> I think create i think art should be like especially theater mm-hmm. and the fact that you can jump mediums and and that i i see no holes barred i mean obviously everybody's like the big one now is like hamilton go further do anything you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying it's like it, it that's the, what if hamilton was a pig so that's not making a point like hamilton you know unless you were like gonna switch everybody around in ragtime and make all the white people the black roles and all of the black folks the white roles there have been Othello really... productions like that so I mean you know, why not I, I just I feel like it's meant to be played with you know and like I said Shakespeare I, I'm still waiting for somebody to do and I'm sure they've done it already but a Star Wars-y kind of Hamlet where they have lightsabers and stuff <laughs> instead of sword you know that would be that would be so much fun I mean they did Shakespeare Star Wars so why not the reverse why not yeah, they did. George, there was a short called George Lucas in Love that was a parody of Shakespeare. In Love. I loved that movie. Ooh. I thought it was so clever. The guy they got to play him, and then the fact that they had like the guy's a mechanic that, that kind of inspired Han Solo. And then there's the one guy who's always talking with like a British accent, and the other little the little little person that hangs out with them that whistles. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, I gotta check that out. That sounds like fun. It's no, I think it's probably on YouTube by now. Probably so good. It yeah. is so clever. He's trying to figure out how to write Star Wars and he's trying to get that. And, but while he's, while he's doing it, you see like, like I think the Millennium Falcon is based on the guy. The mechanic has a Falcon, like a Ford Falcon and yeah. it's always breaking down. And it, it, oh, it's like, Oh wow. And he has <laughs> a giant really dog. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <clears throat> We've been talking for like basically about? an hour now. Yeah. We started at seven. So Oh, yeah, it's five here now. I got to relieve my wife. My children, are, I can hear them outside the door. <laughs> <laughs> and she, like, she was, was, it was so much fun talking to you, Justin. You're yeah. very cool, sir. Honestly, this is amazing. Let's do something like this again. And you guys want to in on on getting my thoughts on anything you guys are talking about. It all sounds amazing. I need to be inspired again because literally being locked down for two years, yeah. I lost mm-hmm. My my father in law and, and my dad within nine months of each other, and oh, my dad God. were locked down. So I had to wait eighteen uh, months to bury my dad. Like, oh for, God, I'm so all sorry. I did was stare at a wall and yell at things and buy impulse buys. Oh man, I have a a full replica Green Lantern battery that you put the ring to it and it lights up. I've got I bought a lot of crazy things that I'm yeah probably shouldn't have. <laughs> Don't we all? 
And yeah. I, yes. And I need, you know what? And if they make you happy, do it. That's mm -hmm. fine. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, being creative and talking with other folks that are creative, that it, it, it gets me going. And I appreciate you guys having me because this has been amazing. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. You're so thank fun. You. This was a lot of fun. This was absolutely, let's do it again. Seriously. And I, I'm going to yes. look up all of the theater stuff here. This sounds amazing. And if you guys do more, I'd love to watch Worlds Elsewhere Theater. And what was the other the other one challenge? The musical without a cool acronym. Musical. Hold on. I'm going to have to see. <laughs> musical without a cool acronym. That's awesome. You know, auto dictate is so terrible. It, <laughs> it just said, do you know Arabic? No, I don't know. What is I don't know Arabic. I don't, but. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that sounds great. Have fun, <laughs> Micah, editing this. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> like, but you can clip out the dead air. We can be like, hey, he answered yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the beauty of it. Like, fill ins later just to call me and I'll just ask me a question. I'll go, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. But thank you for being right. awareness to this show. Hopefully, we'll be able to bring it back. And there's a lot of stuff. for you. <laughs> thank you so much. There's a lot of stuff on the horizon, and a lot of it is, um, I think, I, I, I can't say yet. There's a couple of things. Well, keep, I'll keep, I'll try to keep the internet posted, but you guys know how to reach me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Eventually, right. we'll, we'll do, we'll collaborate on something. Sound good? Yeah. That sounds great. Anyone awesome. uh, who hasn't plugged anything have anything to plug? Well, I do a podcast about Disney television animation called the podcast without a cool acronym. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at starport97. Um, my YouTube channel is actually, um, it, this is the first time I'm plugging this now, has uh, just recently been rebranded from Starport97 to Sunnyland Productions. Uh, so that's where I make videos about um, theme parks and animation and all the kind of stuff that I love. Um, podcast without a cool acronym can be found wherever you hear your podcasts. So, you know, same places you get this show, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> What else do I have to plug? I think that's it that I have. Oh, wait, actually, uh, we are in the midst of covering um, Tron Uprising on the podcast without a cool acronym for Tron Month. Um, that was supposed to be in April. It's now May. We have not even finished the second episode yet because we had scheduling conflicts. So oh, no. um, just stay tuned for that. That is going to be we're, we're recording the next episode as we're recording this tomorrow. Um, and we should hopefully have that out soon. Um, stay tuned for episode four, especially because that's going to be really cool. There's some other stuff we're working on with that that I don't want to spoil yet, but it's really, really cool. Um, and also we did an episode talking to Alan Lee, the voice of Ollie Chen from the ghost of Molly McGee. And that will be coming out after the last episode of Tron month. So yeah, go, go find my, my show. It's really fun. I enjoy mm. doing it. I have a few things. Uh, mm -hmm. Jasmine, did you have anything? No, no, you could go first. You could go first. I do have one more thing thing to plug at the end, but you can go first since okay. I already um, kind of plugged I one I have a thing. few things to plug, actually. I have, for those who uh, haven't been, you know, this is like your first time listening or something. I made a documentary that's on YouTube called Beware the Groove, the Making of a Cult Classic, which is all about the history and legacy of the Emperor's New Groove and its expanded franchise. Um, that's on YouTube on the Emperor's New Podcast YouTube channel. I also have a YouTube channel where I make cartoons and I'm very early, uh, slowly making uh, my first couple fe animated features on this. Uh, I might start a crowdfunding campaign so I can get more animators. Um, 
called Fire Blast Studios. And I would also like to announce, uh, and I've announced this a few other places, but I have it on the podcast, so I'm going to now. This, uh, I'm the Emperor's New Podcast is sponsoring a screening of the Emperor's New Groove at the Carolina Theater in Durham, North Carolina, on July 22nd, Saturday, July 22nd. It's free, though you have to go there to pick up tickets. You can't order tickets in advance, but the tickets themselves are free. Um, oh, and that cool. is for the retro film series that is uh, showing old films. They are back on the big screen. Um, I think that's it for my books. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yes, along with Worlds Elsewhere, I actually am pl- plugging a dear friend of mine's GoFundMe. Unfortunately, she was the recently the victim of employer fraud, fraud um, that was specifically targeting disabled people looking for jobs, unfortunately. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's awful. Yep. Um, so she is on GoFundMe. It, this is for Shamila Karuna, Karuna Karan to help pay off her overdraft fees. So if you're and anybody who's listening, if you're able to donate to her, I'd really appreciate it. She is a wonderful per- person, and I want to fight the people who did this, <laughs> but unfortunately, I can't. So <laughs> that's rough. Jeez, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a cold, dark, nasty place in hell. Seriously, mm-hmm. for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. My goodness. So yeah, sorry that had ended up a bummer. So um You're bringing you know, me down, Jasmine. No, that was no fuck <laughs> that kind of stuff. That's that's oh yeah, fun. absolutely. But I do have a happier thought too. Um, I am finally working on my own podcast. Yay! Um, it's it's coming coming up soon. It's called In Each Retelling, where we are just gonna be exploring various adaptations or retellings of works in the public domain. And um, watch, watch my spaces at Faye Riviera on Twitter, Sex Hawk, technically Tumblr, but I don't really post there anymore. So check those, watch those spaces for to for further updates. There we go. That's happier. <laughs> yeah, wicked awesome. Do you have anything yeah. to plug, Justin? I don't need plug right now except my Instagram was just Justin Cowden and underscore official. You can find me on Instagram there and just uh, give me a follow and keep in touch because I'll start posting more stuff. Walker's now got the throne. He is the king of the school. And no one can remember the guy who used to rule. He's an emperor, you beast.